0: Coming up on this episode of Business Interrupted.
1: Like we now are being connoisseurs we won't be a first and did that we mm. were passionate about e-commerce passionate about doing our own thing launching our own business and that kind of comes with a job that you need to understand what you said that so, that's a fun journey yeah <laughs> it is a fun journey but yeah it's, it's not just us traveling around the country and, and drinking beers uh but I mean, uh, a lot of it is that yeah that's <laughs> what <laughs> we're doing <it> right now <laughs> but uh
0: linkedin but profile uh, beer connoisseur <laughs> yeah. you know, you've got to say that's not bad you're,
2: you're going to be on sunday brunch soon aren't
1: you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Business Interrupted. Business
2: Interrupted. Business, interrupted. Business, Business interrupted. interrupted.
3: With
0: Trent and Richard. Powered by wearefulfilment.co.uk. In it. it's, it's hot. It's so no hot today. It is, it's like ludicrous. It's. I think it's one of the hottest days of the year. 32? Something, yeah. I think we should do full disclosure. What? Um. It's not hot at all.
2: It, well, it was, but it's no longer hot.
0: So I think uh, in the spirit of honesty, which I think we like to think that we are, yeah, um, the podcast is taking a bit of a back seat. Would you say? Yeah. Did we record the actual this podcast three months ago? We did this podcast. It's about to go out. And by the way, listener, it's a really good podcast and definitely worth a listen. In I think it was the hottest day of the year, mm. and we're not going to lie to you, we did it in a pub. Did we? Well, we went to the pub afterwards, and I think when we came back in here. Oh, yeah. The four of us were wearing shorts and vests, and it was like ridiculously warm. And we enjoyed a quirty beer. We enjoyed a quirty beer, which is a little hint to the people that we've got coming up into the podcast in a minute. Mm. Yeah. But it's now mid November, and it's pretty damn cold. It is indeed. These boys are brilliant, by the way. You will want to hear their story. In this podcast, we cover everything from why on earth you would. Go by setting up a brilliant subscription beer business to why you would actually... Go into a business with a friend, go into which a I business still don't know
1: why,
2: so I'm going to listen to the podcast. You might learn a thing or two. Exactly.
0: We also, at one stage, um, asked the guys if they're best friends or not. Ooh. I know, that, that was a bit it was, too well. It was a bit awkward, wasn't it? And then we got a bit emotional, didn't we? Did we? No, we didn't. No. No. <laughs> we didn't. We held, we held ourselves together pretty well.
2: But i tell you what postponing the intro and outro has done for three months. Go on. Um, it means that I've had time to prep a teaser.
0: Oh, I love a teaser. Yeah. Oh, come on. Right, a tea up. Let's go. So,
2: as you know, one of my favourite films or trio of films is Lord of the Rings. But I've got a crossover bit of a teaser with a bit of music, which you like. Okay. So, obviously, the films came out in 2001, two, three. Obviously. About 40, 30 to 40 years prior, they nearly came out. But I want to know... Who was primed to be A, the director, and B, the four main
0: stars? Oh, that's a great, that's a great one. Okay, can I guess now? Uh, Or should we do it afterwards? You do it afterwards. So the question is, who was primed 40 years before Lord of the Rings came out to be the director and the four main stars? Yeah, because essentially the four
2: main stars went to this director and said, can we star and be in this film? I think I've got it.
0: Interesting. I've got it. Should we go back to this in half an hour Mm. after we've met Nikki and Quinn? Yes, let's do it. Okay, let's meet our partners. These guys are brilliant. And this was a conversation recorded in the middle of the summer, but it's still worth listening to. Forgive the vests and shorts, but at the same time, um, you want to meet these guys because they've got an incredible story and they run a brilliant subscription beer business called QWERTY Beer Box. Which is truly delicious. It's very good. We might have enjoyed one or two during this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Enjoy. Guests today probably are the best branded guests we've ever had on the podcast. It's true. We just
1: don't own any other t-shirts. That's well, that I mean. sounds <laughs> standard,
3: is it? Yeah, i be able to rob out 11 of
1: these t-shirts. No, no, we're mine, mine. Yeah,
3: I've got yours. As well.
0: You've got nine now, by the way. Yeah. Come on. another okay. <laughs> well, first for this episode of the podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Two co-founders.
2: The dual founders. We had half, well, an hour with these guys that we're not going to say names of yet because it's the big reveal, isn't it? It's big reveal, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Such a tease, Trent.
2: And it's quite different to a single founder because we realise we can do him and her quiz. We're going to do that, or him and him.
0: Who knows each partner better? Yeah. Oh God, that's going to be good.
2: Who knows the other person's business attributes better? <laughs> attributes? <laughs> why don't we start... No, that's a fun game. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we start
0: by introducing our guests, Trent? And-
2: okay, so these guys we've worked with for... Just before Father's Day, I'm going to say that, like March? We've spoke to these guys for, for a long, long time. Uh, worked with them, fortunately, for about six, seven months. Me and Richard are obviously big fans of Beer. In general, yes. Never touch the stuff. And these guys know a thing or two about beer and proper beer as well. So we're with Nicky and Quinn founders, co-founders, sorry, of QWERTY Beer Box, so welcome to the show.
1: Thank, thank you, you much. very much. Thank you. Also, I have to say, I, I'm sitting in this very nice chair and poor Richard has is, is, got the, the extra chair, so thank you for treating your guests. Uh, it's
2: okay. Even when there's three people, we make him sit on that anyway. So <laughs> really cool. It just makes me feel nice
0: and small. And we're actually sharing a microphone as well, we'll probably be sharing this beer by the end of the podcast. <laughs> for people that have never heard of QWERTY, introduce the brand. What is QWERTY Beer Box? So QWERTY Beer Box
3: is a... Business that looks to curate independent gift hampers focused on beer. Essentially look, looking to create an experience to allow people to experience a pub in their home. yeah, And bringing beers that you can't get every day in the supermarket.
2: So you guys don't brew, you don't manufacture everything. What you do is connect the best breweries and beers with the likes of me and Richard who might be at home. Thinking, I <laughs> oh, want eight great ales this week.
1: Correct? We, exactly. we champion independent craft beer and uh, the way we do this is by focusing on gifting we want to be kind of the gifting solution i think you know gifting something to your dad's difficult you know we're the solution beer mm. <laughs> it's what a beer works or a every time. and rather than <laughs> a, exactly quirky <laughs> socks, ties in, there? Socks, <laughs> <laughs> in the making <laughs> but rather than a crate of beer there's more as quintet more of an experience that like you know you get your tasting notes you get your instructions how to drink what to pair with it and that's kind of to make it rather than just six beers and getting and a couple of beers, it's like, oh, I find out more about beer, I learn about beer, and hopefully we're going to educate people more about craft beer. Now how
2: did you guys get into it? Drinking beer. Yeah, obviously drank a <laughs> lot of beer. Uh,
3: we did a project before COVID called the Amazon Campus Challenge, and essentially we were looking to help a business that wasn't yet on Amazon launch and scale on Amazon. So we pitched to various companies, we did... CBD, we tried clothing, Fashion. Finister, and basically we came up with Stroud Brewery, who's a local brewery to us. We launched them on Amazon, COVID hit, they absolutely exploded on Amazon. Really? Their beer hamper, their mixed beer hamper, did way better than all other products that they had. And uh, so started a business, like, okay, that's that's really interesting. The project ended, we came second, I think,
2: got validation of this opportunity and And also just just say first the worst second the best so So, that is is, true second the best got the the award winning
1: (laughs) put the money into quality. So you sort of had that opportunity, very unique insight. We started greater before that, because while we're doing that already, before we saw there was a bit of a niche. And in a way we stumbled upon it, obviously we were passionate about craft beer, passionate about small business, passionate about e-commerce especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we saw there was a niche in the market. And when you, if you look online now and you Google beers, it's very different to what you see, the kind of infrastructure. Like so much beers on online now compared to pre-COVID, right, where everyone suddenly yeah. had to learn to do that. And we saw before that, saw it niche, and thought, you know what, I think we, we can really tap into that. And uh, with kind of our past experiences in e-commerce and, and working in big brands, it's quite nice if you can actually grow your own brand.
0: Can I ask, is your passion for beer, does it come from a place of being proper beer connoisseurs, whereby you kind of will sift and spit and all the rest of it mm-hmm. to understand the intricacies of every type of beer, or are you just beer lovers and you think, that's good, that, that needs to be part of what we're doing?
1: I think it got to that. Like We now are beer connoisseurs. We weren't beer connoisseurs first and did that. We were mm. passionate about e-commerce, passionate about doing our own thing, launching our own business. And that kind of comes with a job that you need to understand what you're saying. Kind of so, that's a fun journey. Yeah, it is a fun journey. But yeah, it's, it's not just us traveling around the country and, and drinking beers. Uh, but, I mean, uh, a lot of it is that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. But, uh, LinkedIn but, uh, profile, beer connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to say, that's not bad.
2: You're, you're going to be on Sunday brunch soon, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, mm. brunch is fine. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we've, we've, we've
0: really
3: enjoyed trying to educate ourselves more on what makes a good beer. We're just speaking really. to the
1: professionals, isn't it? Yeah. Like the breweries and stuff, how they do it. And it's crazy. You think, like, if you go to a brewery, you might just have beers all day. No, it's actually a huge lot of mm. science behind mm. and, and I don't know all of it. I, I wouldn't be able to brew my own beer, but it's interesting. I try to that see it was like, awful. Off yeah. yeah. A, stack. a lot of people <laughs> leave it to the breweries.
0: People say that. What's the point in doing it whenever you can support local breweries and also they do it a lot better? Yeah. what's that thing true. that
2: you bought me for my birthday this year where you brew your own beer it was home.
0: two years ago i'm still waiting for a drink from it
1: what was it called <laughs> i don't think you want to drink from it pinter <laughs> pinter have you ever heard of pinter? <gasps> is that we you brew your own brew kit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and Pice. it works
2: and it works out more money per pint than it does just going <laughs> to the pub but it's about the experience Oh, but thank great. you, Richard. <laughs> I was going to say, great. that's I'm a great, great way to say thank you. So I think Sorry. you got like a starter kit with it. So like you get a pouch of whatever barley and wheat or yeah, beer yeah. it's going to end up being. And then you also get the, it's not bicarbonate of soap, but what would it be like? Yeast. Yeast, that's the one. Uh, um, he knows what he's talking about. And I think I got a little bottle mm-hmm. that was to do four brews with. Okay. And on the first brew, I didn't read the instructions properly and put all of it into the first one, so it was absolutely horrific vinegar like, literally, it was it just kept frothing, like, Mm-mm. literally, froth was coming from nowhere. So that was Sorry inedible life, right? or undrinkable, whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to <laughs> say. And then, so then, I had a couple more starter kit pouches, but didn't have any yeast. So then I tried to use bicarbonate of soda on the second one because it's very similar doesn't work the same in.
0: There. <laughs> you what you just took things from your shelf in the kitchen I thought that'll do. It looks a bit like yeast that'll do. Yeah, but what do you put in bread bicarbonate of soda or yeast?
2: <laughs> or self-raising flour because right, that was my third can attempt.
0: <laughs> Can I ask you a question? <laughs> the present that I got you, where is it now? It's in my garage. Oh, it's not in the bin then. No, it's not in the bin. Right, okay. So one day maybe, but maybe it was the wrong present for you because you're no scientist, are you? It's like patience. Patience, that's it. Patience because you, cause you, cause
1: you, you, cause you, you brew it, it. it, and then it's like, oh, in
2: three weeks I'm really going to enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> what would, you, would, you prefer, would you prefer the brew kit or a four-pack? Well, knowing how much the pinter was, which I'm so grateful for, I would prefer just beer package.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm so grateful for. We'll have, we'll have words after this. Can podcast. we turn
2: around though? Because I know you've got one. How many times do you use yours? I haven't got one. What? I don't have one. Oh, I no. thought
0: that's why you bought me one. i, I got one for us. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I thought it was decent to bring it into the office, we'd keep it in the cold part of the office in the warehouse and maybe on a Friday afternoon. Let's have a beer. No, haven't seen it since. We also share a hamster, by the way. Three days a week and four days a week, yeah. That oh, really? just sounds, sounds weird, by the way. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: I bought it for us. Oh, what else we buy? We do share a lot of clothes. Oh, share your lunches. We talked about this. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're getting to the next stage of the podcast that we realise is going to be a partner
0: I'm off. Still freaking out about <laughs> that. We share a hamster. Well, that sounds a little bit creepy. I'm just going to open this beer, by the way. Oh, oh, oh that's that's that sound. It's okay, a, it's
2: here's a challenge. Right, we're looking at it. It is powder keg. What do you know about powder keg? Ooh, oh, great re- I want some Encyclopedic just, knowledge
1: Just outside Exeter Great brewery We worked with them Almost two years now So One of our longest breweries One of there? our longest breweries Really like the beer Really cool brand as well uh, I think next step They should get a tap room And then uh, they can sell it all On site I think one of our longest And biggest partners So awesome. That wasn't premeditated,
2: and you smashed that
0: out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a beautiful brand and indeed it is from the start side Exeter. It's gorgeous. You check the facts, yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the due diligence. You guys have worked together for how long? Three and a bit years? Yeah. And then before then, how did you get to know each other? So we were
1: friends before. So we, uh, <laughs> if you read all these like, guides that's our business, never start business with your friend. And I don't know, similar to you guys, we, we took the leap and it worked well. We still talk to each other mm-hmm. and uh, also do... S- Separate things to kind of keep the friendship alive, and you know, we
3: met playing uh, at GSK. We're on placement, uh, university. So between our in our third year of university, we had this year where you go and work, gain some experience working for a business. Both worked at GSK. So I, I was consumer healthcare marketing and sales, and I was in supply
1: chain, doing like A to Z, working with the factories and stuff. Very cool. I hadn't, have, I didn't have a clue out there. <laughs> my, my, my background's in finance, and at the best time, it's just seeing what else is out there and, and kind of seeing like you know. Very cool, what it takes to bring product to the market, and it's funny how this kind of translates. Just thinking about it now, I never thought of this very similar to now because obviously we bit of did everything, both did everything for a long time, and now it's kind of me looking more at the operation of the product side. and Quinn is doing a lot, lot more of the sales things. It's quite funny actually how that yeah, translated yeah, yeah. Yeah, from that so first you, time.
2: I think when you that. started the business, that wasn't a conscious move of like we tessellate very well together,
3: it's just so sort of, we, we both just have a good tenacity. And I know Nicky's someone who, if something needs to get done, he'll do whatever it takes to do it. And I think yeah. that's the jack of all trades. We basically started the business all just doing everything. Yeah, yeah. And now starting to make it's, it a, fu- a bit more.
1: It's a funny story, actually, because we were friends. I invited Quinn and some other friends back home to Austria. And we had a, a little house party at mine, and everybody left. We cleaned up a little bit, and then just sitting. had these, like, really late-night deep chats. Best kind. <laughs> yeah, best kind, but it's like... We're very aligned on a lot of these things. And then a couple of months later, Quinn was stro- scrolling on Facebook and saw this Amazon Campus Challenge and hit me up. So that's how it started. But I think it came from a point where us being good friends and being like, a lot of my good friends, I don't want to work with. It's like, I don't know, you for example, you work with family, right? How was how that for you? Of our four listeners, two of them
2: are mum and dad. Yep. So I've <laughs> got to be very careful. <laughs> um,
1: no, no, I mean,
2: it's difficult because it's nothing personally about my family or anything like that, but the vast and the stark difference between me and Richard working together. And obviously what was the family company before was that wasn't particularly a choice Mm. in terms of, first of all, it was kind of a dream of our parents for all three siblings to work together, which sounds great in like a fairy tale, but actually what you guys have just alluded to is like accidentally I'm operations and finance and sales and marketing that works together. But when you throw three siblings into the mix, with your parents as well for, for a period of time, it's like those skill set, you you almost have to find them mm. between you. And then there was also kind of 25 years of history behind us. Of and, positive and negative. I'm not saying it's all <laughs> negative. So uh, not to focus on kind of the family side of things, I feel the reason that me and Richard are, however many years into our friendship, four years into working together, is that it's never been a formal thing. We stumbled into it. And we never put any pressure on it. And we've kind of said, Oof, now it seems to be going all right. Let's always prioritise the friendship because that's what we get enjoyment out of. Do you know what I mean? That's amazing. I think it's so
1: very out familiar. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was the so, politicians out <laughs> <that was> Brilliant. <laughs> How do you guys keep your friendship together while working together? We
3: invest quite a lot of time in ensuring that we still have friendship. So every day we have breakfast and lunch together. Quite fun, this is adorable, about. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. then is and, and we
1: go for a little walk as well. And the amount of weird comments you we get, you get these two blogs, and <laughs> yeah, me straight out of bed bowls. and walking out with our bowls of cereal in the morning or like salad for lunch and be like, Oh, I enjoy that. Song. Yeah, we've heard that every day for the yeah. I mean, this the skipping's a bit much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holding hands is one thing, yeah, yeah. The skipping is a bit too much. But and, um, and I think these kind of things where we actively try to not talk about work, not
3: trying to say in the morning, maybe talk about work at lunchtime, don't talk about work. And then on Tuesday, we play football. It's like five-side football, which we love. I give Nikki Nicky a good kicking. Disagreements. Yeah. Oh, and yes. And then tennis on Fridays. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's like us like two. So do you have Saturday, Saturday and Sunday apart then?
1: Yeah. Saturday and Sunday apart. We sometimes, have because we've got mutual friends as well, if there's something happening, we do see each other. But also, it's quite nice to have a week in a park. We spend all day, every day together. So it's quite nice to have the weekend As much as you get on, it's just nice to reflect, I guess.
0: Would kill you to make me breakfast from time to time? i I'm trying to remember, you bought pastries
2: this week. <laughs> Does that not count? We, we alternate <laughs> whoever makes breakfast, the other person makes lunch. Oh, that's, so that's good. What we they, yeah. They... Well, I'm quite we haven't got that arrangement. I think it's an 80 20 split of Richard. Uh, Richard I sorts know. me out a lot, to be fair. I'm
1: very honest. We
2: have our moments,
0: don't we? I think just depending on how busy our lifestyles are and all the rest of it, but people actively will take the piss out of us in the office a little bit about you know us kind of. Doing things and here's here's some lunch pile and here's some breakfast and all the rest of it and sharing clothes and whatever else it might be. I think you guys might have just usurped us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've just taken it to the next level. We're not officially normal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have got it sorted. I think. The only thing we would do, we'd we do a hit class at, on a weekend as on well, Saturday, wouldn't we? Morning, yeah, oh, Saturday morning. Yeah.
2: Do you Lawrence.
1: talk about work? Yeah. <laughs> you don't mean to. I
2: don't know. When you guys say you have an hour not talking about work. Does that actually happen? Or 10 minutes in, you're like, oh, we're talking about... I
1: think there's something pressing here, obviously. Yeah, we're, oh, talk about. But, about but sometimes it's like, when you see an email, usually we talk about it right away, but we're trying to actively hide a bit. Because yeah. that's what most days we do anyway. So Well, Richard's
2: never liked football, and he's adopted Newcastle. So we can talk about... Who can we talk about? Which players
0: again? All them amazing Newcastle players. Oh, oh, like oh, some of them Every more. single... Can we get back to the business? Contact of this well, I want one player before we move on. That guy...
2: Ah, yeah. You know like one a, of them. Of course know, it's a Good day. looking guy.
0: Yeah. Brazilian. Yeah.
2: Anyway.
1: Sherlinton. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>
0: <laughs> Nailed it. So the, the business idea itself, how's it gone? How, how are you doing right now? You know, you've set this rolling, you're working really hard at it. How's it gone down?
1: I think it's an interesting one that I guess like most business, we pivoted quite a bit being focusing on the beer consumer we want to ship beers if you like beer bio beers where we then start to collect data and actually see most of those we get in they're not also COVID but also the, like the orders are being shipped to different addresses the billing address is different to the shipping address Being out like, look actually this is mostly gifts quite early in we kind of collect the data did a bit of serving across the customers and we noticed that actually gifting is where it's at for us again COVID played a big role because people were at home had time and also it couldn't go down to the pubs so obviously beer was beer was a right of interest but even post COVID it's still the same that it's just people don't know what to gift to, no. don't mean to obviously get, jump into stereotypes, but it's mostly men who drink our beers and mm. it's mostly wives, girlfriends who, who buy our beers. So we've got this challenge of consumer versus customer. But yeah, I think since we focus fully on gifting, that's worked out pretty neatly. so from, from, yeah. from a market, marketing perspective, how how have you gone about
2: kind of appealing to, more often than not, a female, but it's actually got to appeal to a male? Do you know what I mean? How have you gone about that? Yep. Yeah. So I think we understand our target customers is actually
3: very split between male and female. Uh, but we know that women do the majority of gifting uh, in a relationship. So like you say, you have to appeal to the consumer, who's going to be the woman purchasing perhaps. But then, then the consumer is going to be the man. So we think a lot of focus is on packaging, how the product looks. Presentation, it's something which we think is so important. So on all our images, all high res, all looking like brilliant like getting the product on the virtual shelf to look mm. absolutely ten out of ten, uh, and then delivering with our experience with the beer is where I think we get a good mix of being able to market it and sell it, but also make sure really the beer package. tastes
1: right as well. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, we're trying to solve a problem, right? I don't know what to give to someone. Everybody like the interesting thing, obviously, is if you focus on gifting, there's a benefit of being on the premium side of the market mm. that you potentially can charge a more. But equally, like people are not going to gift every month you know it's not like a subscription because you don't some people do i don't have anyone to gift something to every month but like that's that's like interesting because that's the kind of struggle we focus focus on gifting It's obviously nice lot about the presentation but the kind of customer lifetime value is, is, is what you have to be. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. want we want to be the continuous go to for gifting solution want so be the solution yeah, yeah. and that's kind of our marketing task and challenge what we put heads together and try to figure out and
2: looking towards the future obviously a few weeks ago we were fortunate to have Jamie clark on mm-hmm. the podcast who used to look after the operations of beer 52 who are pretty damn sizable and pretty similar to you yeah. Yeah. would you want to head to a place like beer 52 have you got something
1: different a different path what are you guys looking at in the future i think for us it's we're pa- we're passionate about e-commerce and kind of growing the brand making a difference having the freedom of doing this we both agree that you know if we need another pivot where we see a gap very like data focused because it happens a lot it happens to us a lot we have to remind ourselves that you're quite like emotional and in love with the brand and day-to-day yeah. mm. and you have to remind yourself does this make commercial sense like obviously we want to do this we want to kind of cater this but at some point maybe there's a way we would be like look maybe we look into this as well like other other areas more commercial routes as well like bf 52 does so yeah, i think we're open to it. it's just with the commercial side too but also you need to be passionate about what you do right
2: but, yeah. but from a commercial point of view you'd love to be turning over millions of pounds and have a huge business or you want it to be a lifestyle brand, Mm. you want it to be YouTube.
3: Yeah, I think it's interesting. We wouldn't say no to turning over millions of pounds, right? So they've got, obviously, a very good business model. The key thing is we don't want the business to run us. I think, ultimately, Nicky and I have self-funded, so we haven't haven't taken external investment
0: at this stage. Until now, listeners. Yeah, yeah, at this stage. stage. Open your checkbooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) Uh, But it's the sort of thing where, at this stage, we want to... To grow it and be able to make all of the decisions but is it is taking external finance would that help us accelerate growth probably but at this stage having the scale of be 52 is not something which is feasible yeah so i think mean, we'd rather make sort of lots of small tests see what works and grow organically as opposed to like pumping a load of money in and then Expanding drastically.
1: I think the benefit of bootstrapping a business like ours is, and we were, we we're fortunate that we did it part time for a while, and since we we're both doing full time, we've already seen really good growth. But the, the benefit of bootstrapping a business now is, I like, become very careful about the money that you spend, because you know, if I spend yeah, too yeah, much yeah. on this, I can't pay my salary. So I think it kind of makes you turn around every penny twice, and, yeah. and so you, I think it makes us take better decisions. 100%. Yeah.
0: As co cool. founders, what do you disagree about?
1: Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> Who cooks a better lunch salad? That's a, that's a big decision. I reckon you, definitely. Uh, I've, 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 <laughs> you both say so each other. Yeah, there, was no, <laughs> there was no conversation. Yeah, there, Nicky definitely better. You resigned better that for, very, very quickly, yeah.
3: Quinn. Well, uh, I reckon something, maybe I have some sort of very outlandish, outlandish ideas, and Nicky's very good at bringing me back pulpit. down to earth. Uh, <laughs> being like, let's look at the commercials of this, Quinn. You're ridiculous idea. And having a look at that, and I think that's something where we complement each other, and we're able to create something which is commercially minded, but at the same time is creative and fulfills
0: the demand, yeah. Could you imagine at this stage of QWERTY having anybody else in there? Or is
1: it does it feel very, very tight in terms of what you pair have created together? I think it feels very tight because of obviously it's us two. but and then we took a conscious decision to try to write SOPs and like guidance mm. on what we do. Also, if one of us is out of office, and, and we had loads of interns and we had Yasmin join us recently part time, and it, it's been a bit of a step change for us because very silly things, but like swearing for example in meetings or writing meeting minutes dock. i basically think it's the sort of
3: thing where we're at a stage now where we bootstrapped for three years right and we're at a stage now 640k revenue this year we're thinking of get, how to get to a five million pound business and we had talks with our mentor about how we're going to do that and i think it's about maturing slightly and yeah. so as part of that it's not writing something on the dock it's about being a little bit more mature we know we're going to be bringing people into the business and so it's nikki and i putting processes in place to make sure that we can get to that five million in an authentic way though no. yeah.
2: <laughs> in an authentic yeah. well you have to say authentic because we obviously got investment recently went to the Shah to do a big presentation yeah. and before yeah. slide six Richard farted <laughs>
1: <laughs> Happens to the best of us he's of you? that age
2: now where he's got no control anyway <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: We've all had a beer
0: We're just making up stories now But if that's fine That one it makes, wants to make Nick, Can
2: it, I be honest? Z- that's the level of the Literally podcast? zero truth in that, <laughs> <part>. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that Can I ask you guys a, a question That I've been meaning to ask it's The very first time I heard your name Bouncing across our office Where does QWERTY come from? Yeah sure so QWERTY
3: Obviously, we've got a keyboard right here. Uh-huh. We're e-commerce focused. Yeah. And that, that's from the outset. Obviously, very fast to type. And also, we're dealing in like independent, quite quirky products. So, a mixture of sort of quirkiness and e-commerce focus. Okay. Uh, essentially, why we've gone for QWERTY.
0: Speed and efficiency. Just drag your finger.
1: Yeah, exactly. The it's quite, exactly the yeah, quite yeah. satisfying. Yeah. Ah, right, exactly. Also, yeah. Quinn fell asleep on the... On the, on the, on the keyboard, when, a, when, yeah, when you you,
3: been, were you are drunk and you just like fell down? Yeah, that's yeah. a better story. <laughs> go with that <laughs> actually, smash
2: that.
3: Control alt delete beer box. That's exactly it. it.
2: Are you guys successful? How do you find success? Ah. They, well, this
1: is a, that, this is such an open-ended question. Yeah. We pack our beer boxes ourselves. We luckily have an amazing fulfillment company who fulfills it for us, but we pack them ourselves. <laughs> in one of our late packing sessions, we had this chat just uh, two days ago where we like where are we at, what do you expect? Like, well, you know, these sort of things. And I think personally for me, I'm very happy where I am in terms of I can work with a good friend, still maintain this friendship and being able to create something, do that. So that for me personally I would say is success. When I think about the business or when I look at my bank account, maybe not that successful <laughs> at the end of the month. But when I think about the business, I think it's its cool what we managed to do in like bootstrapping and doing ourselves, just us. But we had a really good, for example, Father's Day this year, biggest month so far. But then at the same time, it's like, look, this went wrong. We want to we do this at Christmas. You know, I don't know if that's me, my personality, but being like, I'm happy with all you are. I would say, we've been fairly successful, but there's so much more we could do. And that's, I don't know, it's me constantly thinking. Yeah,
3: it? I agree. I think, I think there's the whole thing around success, like always chasing external goals. If success is defined by your boss or by financial metrics, you're always going to be chasing something. So are we successful? I think yes. We're doing something that is successful. Is it success? Sounds like it's like a finite thing. Mm. But the process is successful and the way it's going, it's going in the right direction. And I think Nicky and I are very much similar where we do Father's Day and we know that we need to change this, this, this. This year we're going to hit this growth but next year we want to accelerate it so yeah it's going successfully but it's always a process
1: i've got a question for you guys how do you guys celebrate your successes or do you celebrate your successes
2: well we, we've kind of we've touched on this before and no not really i feel like i don't know this there's, there's part of us that probably enjoys the struggle a little bit hmm. maybe at the time, you don't enjoy the struggle, but actually, you get much more enjoyment coming out the other end of a struggle mm. than something going easily and being really way successful. Around, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, not really. Also, there's part of me that thinks maybe you are successful if you don't have to celebrate your wins. Maybe you kind of just carry on going, like trying to prove things to other people. Mm. And you are out and saying look how brilliant we are look at that this thing happened we've worked this hard we've got that big quiet whatever it may be then nobody else really cares apart from mm, yourself mm. and you probably only really care about what the people think anyway
0: i think the thing that we feel guilty about is because we we're probably not great at sharing success with the rest of the team mm. because we just absorb it we yeah. just think this is part of the yeah. process kind of you get hit by the the trials and tribulations we just keep going because we're used to doing that now what we probably need to do is actually to the wider team stop and go okay this has been an amazing week or this has been and actually trent took time this morning send out a slack message to and draw attention to the fact that this has been quite a significant week for us our yeah. biggest ever week in terms of daily dispatched orders etc and that was brilliant that he did and that
1: that is that time of year very but impressive yeah.
0: sometimes your mentality is more more yeah. more keep yeah. going and when you're on that trajectory as a startup it's hard to come off that and, and reflect we always bang on about reflecting or i do but sometimes you do have to stop and do that because not everybody is mm. in your orbit you've got other people that are thinking you know what tell me i'm doing a good job
1: I think that, that's, that, that's an interesting thing because I'm saying it have been here twice worked with a lot of people with your team very cool the team dynamic that you build for a company that grew really quickly it's very cool just the atmosphere coming in here everybody's in good form whereas like I think once we have a team mm-hmm. a bigger team then I think this would be a big challenge in my head I'm always like well, what's the next thing You know, can how can you do this better but I think uh, it's probably quite a challenge I have
2: a question in a similar vein and then I 100% want to move on to some kind of quiz or oh, you're so excited aren't you you've
0: <laughs> got game show mentality kicking in haven't you Be-
2: before I ask my next question would you guys class and this is totally <laughs> a horrendous question that I'm ashamed of would you guys class yourself as best friends no oh brutal seriously <laughs> so hey, yeah no come on yeah, I think he's up there. Not not my
1: best best friend. No, not, like... not best friend. Yeah, yeah, but but speak for any... yourself. Sir. I mean,
2: we're, we're not we're not we're not in playground primary schools, and you can only have one best friend. We have no. friends from different walks of life. You have your oldest friend in terms of that's yeah, Richard, yeah, yeah. he's dead that's old. It. But also your oldest <laughs> friends in terms of ones you've known for the longest amount of time. Duh, 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 duh. But you're up, up
1: there, right? I, I think it's that thing because we also spend so much time together. It's like if I have a problem or a personal thing or some sort. Quinn will be one of the first persons to speak to her partly because he spent so much time together but also because he's a very very good friend but yeah I think like closest closest friend uh, you know is I don't know yeah I think he's totally not you, reciprocated yeah, by yeah, the way when you
3: said when you said the uh, best friend I was thinking number one like but I think
0: definitely top five Oh, top that,
1: five yes. Yes. that's all I wanted three. I can retire now
0: but you can tell that Quinn's got some kind of list on his wall yeah yeah and uh, uh, he got the seven, spreadsheet in the background seven this week you keep dropping you keep, on keep on you're going
2: up to number three <laughs> 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 I feel way it. more confident now on whatever quiz we're about to play are you guys, are you guys best friends <laughs> I, would, I would say no I, I have a, L- li- standing. Longer, longer standing, standing. friends, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. longer standing friends, and there's something about growing up together, as in when you're 8, 10, 12, 14. Me and Richard yeah. obviously never had that, but in terms of, well, there's a few factors here. We generally spend six days every week together, we also text each other literally all the time. And the one thing that still stands out before our wives met the other person they hated us like Sarah hated Richard Sally hated me just because they were like what is going on with this friendship with? it's weird
0: because we basically kind of crashed together so quickly and it was like we were in each other's lives from like day dot for various reasons just because it was like okay where did this come from yeah. it happened very very quickly but yeah I would go so far as to say it's almost like a different level of friendship You wouldn't even call it friendship because we're so Inextricably linked to this business. Is it? But... Li- like like yeah. <laughs> it's 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 higher than that. It's metaphysical. <laughs> but also also
2: various things, leases, yeah. investment. And probably a bit of that
0: is like fear of we have to get on. <laughs> anyway <laughs> He's number four for me. <laughs> um, after his family. I know how it feels. We should talk. Seriously, after this podcast, we should talk. My, que- my question before we I've move on, on
2: was, you guys out of, like, everybody that I've spoken to for a very long time have an unbelievable quench for knowledge. Is that right? Uh, quench, quen- I don't know. Like a I don't know. Yeah, quench. Yeah, quench. Okay, thirst for knowledge. Like you guys want to listen to podcasts, read books, find other founders, have mentors, etc. Would you agree or disagree? We're thirsty. We're thirsty, right? (laughs) All right. I think we need to. There's there's more to that. There's there's lots of there's lots of giggling going on, and I'm not sure why. I'm putting you on the spot here. What kind of two three things have you picked up on when looking for that knowledge? Over the course of the last few years, that you keep coming back to, that you love listening to, that you read again, etc. I think
1: Quinn and I agree, and obviously say if you don't agree, but, but you don't even know each other. <laughs> but I think we're in separate
0: cars this morning.
1: <laughs> they live together. I don't know. For me, I'm in my early twenties. <laughs> late 20s now. <laughs> late 20s now. It's and a he also, they don't swear anymore, by the <laughs> way. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just late 20s. It's a time where you, you know, not that many commitments. You want to take in as much knowledge as you want to grow, to learn. And so I think, yes, we are in that way. Obviously, difficult to prioritize. In fact, one of the top three things that I picked up, I think, which we tell ourselves every day, is the kind of 80 20 rule being mm. like, you focus on the winners. We, You know, rather than having a huge product portfolio, focus on what works well. And obviously, if it's your brand, you're like, oh, but this is our flagship, we've had this forever. It's mm. like, you want to keep this going, but if the numbers don't make sense, you know, focus on the winners, double down on them, and then you can just unleash next couple. that's That's one for me, 80-20. Yeah,
3: I think eighty twenty is something which we definitely champion. I mean, we listen to a lot of podcasts, we read a lot of books. I think something else is like protecting your time, like being really, really cut for it. We know our daily schedules, we know when we're most productive. Between the hours of like 7am uh, and uh, lunchtime, we're most productive, so trying to really protect that and that's something which we've learned from having clients put a meeting in at that time or something and finding out oh, hang, on, hang on that was actually we weren't able to get what we wanted to deliver this day so like really protecting your time and then eighty-twenty rule uh focusing on the winners and
2: protecting your time i'm pretty sure if you do those two things you're pretty set That's why it's ten past three in the afternoon, because this is lost time for them (laughs) will happily do this podcast.
0: (laughs) They've got to go for a nice walk this. (laughs) with a bowl of cereal. (laughs) I'm a bit jealous of their life. We should do that tomorrow.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right. We had people stop us there and go, "Guys, you know it's really bad for digestion to eat while walking." Is that right? So <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know if you should do that. But we get really funny comments every day. People see us walking with their salad bowls. And oh,
3: can I? Can I join? Can I? Can I get really? a and join Yeah, yeah,
0: no. all Is the it? time. Should we finish with a game, Trent? Should we see who knows each other better? <laughs> Which of the two couples knows each other yes, better? Yes, that's how okay. we game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, should we start with book? If I said to you, yes. "What was Nikki's favorite book?" Okay. Would you know what it would be? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. i have to think
1: of an answer for that. Oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> uh, I'd say
3: Nuts, best of summary, 2005. Nuts magazine. Shit. <laughs> 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 I don't know how to say do say <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: The best of summer, magazine. that was so niche. I bo- bet both of us were there, like,
0: What's this? I've
2: read this guy.
0: Nuts. Has he got that right?
2: It was 2006. So
0: <laughs> oh, winter no. collection as well. No, the best one. Okay, you can, you can hit us with a question then, either to me or Trent. Nuts. <laughs> uh,
3: so you both got Teslas. Who's the best driver? Do we answer at the same Wait, time? Wait, you have to ask one person, person what the other person thinks. I'll be, I'll be honest.
2: You've got to be honest. Yeah. 100% me. <laughs> Do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, he is right, actually. He's <laughs> the, he, he, is <laughs> bit, he is a better driver than me. No oh, okay. question about it. I'll give him that. It's the only thing he's better at than me, but I'll give him the <laughs> yeah. driving one. Yeah. He's, Richard is very good at football, to be fair.
2: Ooh. Oh, have, you football, <laughs> have
3: you played football together for five side?
0: Nope. We've played, like...
2: Well, I've played football many, many occasions. Richard puts this football-shaped item near his
0: feet, but it's not football. Whatever comes out. I grew up in Northern Ireland. We don't do football.
2: Hurling. Or right. Gaelic football.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: film. And Me, his favourite film? Yeah, yeah, we'll reverse it, film.
1: Yeah, you've got this. Uh, yeah, I think I know this. this is Leo DiCaprio staring in Inception. <gasps> no,
3: you've <gasps> got Leo DiCaprio Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, so that's zero out of two. Zero I zero
1: actually do know two. this. Oh! Because you put me on the spot. You answer too in. quickly.
0: Oh. Answer too quickly. And do you know what the problem is? You've just knocked down his number seven on this list. <laughs> <the answer. laughs> his list. Like his lists are point. very questionable. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> the spreadsheet formulas aren't quite there. Yeah, down, exactly. Okay.
2: Does that mean you can do that? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> 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 Maybe. I'll get that. Uh, I've, got, I've got a question for you to Um... I was thinking about, it. ooh, that's, that's going to be a controversial, I'm going to ask it anyway. There's a very, very cool work opportunity coming up for you to be like, look, you come in as a CEO of this business, there's no option, you cannot stay what you're doing, you ha- one of you has to take it, who would take that offer first? So, like a big corporation comes across? Yeah, yeah, well let's just say an offer that both of you really, really want, who would take that first? suppose Who'd lead the ship? I have an answer.
0: I've got an answer too. Who
1: goes to first? Who do, you, who do you say, trust the, more. say it at the same time. <laughs> okay, you, you count down <laughs> three, two, one. Richard. Neither of
0: us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, the only reason I'd say that, if it has to be one of us, it would be me that would take it because I know the business would be fine if he looked after it. Oh. Is it? <laughs> That's <a> <laughs> that is That's a amazing. very good That'd answer. Be <laughs> That'd be it because <laughs> it'd be fine. Whereas I do think that actually I could go and do a couple of weeks in wherever it might be and then come back and go god that was not worth it pal that would be it <laughs> that's,
1: a good, that's a good answer that's a good answer. answer
0: let's pull on the handbrake there and say thank you very much indeed thank um, you so much pleasure. it's been brilliant to listen to your journey if people want to find out more about QWERTY or they want to
1: get in touch with you guys how do they do it yeah sure so on all main socials at QWERTY Bearbox. simple QWERTY top line keyboard <laughs> can't get easier than that but,
0: yeah, but. and if you need to just kind of just bang your head in the keyboard you'll probably pretty much get it right exactly we've
1: f- got a good seo seo exactly
0: right that's spot on thank you very much for joining us and thanks for sharing your stories
2: uh, the biggest compliment we've chatted the most rubbish with you guys <laughs> so <Yes. laughs>
0: is that a compliment i mean yeah. I'll take it. I, I think it is i think it's definitely a compliment but yeah thank you for coming in guys Huge pleasure. Thank you, you guys. Cool
1: thank you very much guys thank you
2: Oh, man. They're nice guys, aren't they? Very nice guys. They they uh, have a
0: great relationship, but turns out not as great as ours. And the other thing is that, you know, we've been getting mentoring from them about our friendships since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've needed it. Yeah, we
2: That's have. That's why there's been no podcast exactly. for the last three months. We
0: haven't <laughs> spoken to each other for eight of those 12 weeks. <laughs> to be fair, there has. we have been inundated with people asking us whether there has not been a podcast for the last few months. So we should come clean and just say, we've been pretty busy. And, we're, and we are trying to get back on track. Once every two weeks from here on in. Well, when the therapy kicks in, and you and I are friends again, then we should probably you know do this again. Yeah.
2: yeah. Speaking of therapy, go on. You know what my therapy is when I need three hours twenty minutes to myself. Don't say anything. Rude. I'm just going to leave that pause yeah, don't there. That's anything rude.
0: Leave that pause there.
2: I was about to say, me and my wife watch it, watch the trio once a year because it's a birthday present.
0: So for your wife's birthday... No, not for her birthday. For your birthday, yeah. you force your wife to watch 10 hours of Talking Trees. Uh,
2: I'm not going to nibble. It's but essentially, yes. And talking Trees. They're not trees, but that's fine. I'll Are they you. trees? Are they tree-shaped? Do they talk? Okay, so is a leopard a jaguar? Because a leopard is jaguar-shaped.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, good point. It well, is. then, yes, you're Absolutely correct. Absolutely, it is. Um...
2: But you said you thought you knew the answer to my teaser, which was who was going to direct it and who was going to star in a 1970s or 80s version of Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm
0: saying it was going to be directed by Steven Spielberg.
2: Mm, incorrect. Oh, I
0: thought I was right. Stanley uh, was his first name. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Was Kubrick going to do it? Yeah, he was. Okay, so my other guess of who was going to be the leading hobbit. <laughs> <which> <laughs> in my mind, who is the leading hobbit again? I don't know. Who's the protagonist? The tree. Um, I'm guessing that my guess, of Harrison Ford, was going to be incorrect then. Remember, my, it was a crossover to music, and you like music. Oh, 40 years ago. So somebody who's big in the 80s, David Bowie. No,
2: no it was 30 to 40 years ago in 2001, uh-huh. and there's four of them. Oh, right, okay. So, uh, 2001? Yeah, so you're talking like 71 to
0: 81. Bowie. Who would been Bowie? Bowie's going to be in it. Kubrick directing Bowie in Lord of the Rings. No. Uh, pace, that's interesting because Bowie approached,
2: um, what's his name, Peter Jackson in yeah.
0: 2001
2: to be Elrond. But he said no because he's too famous. Elrond. Oh, no. Whatever. Anyway, answer the damn question.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, f- Oh, so a musician who was big in the 70s slash 80s that would have been starring yeah. in Lord of the Rings four of them in all four of them no not four <laughs> films there's only three films <laughs> there's four people there's not every time I go into Sky Movies Hobbit there's about 55 well, there's films three, in there. there's
2: three Hobbits and three Lord of the Rings and a Hobbit series
0: <laughs> listeners what you can see is that it's deep no, down Lord Trent is slightly dying inside with my mockery of his film right, right
2: you got three two one it was the Beatles no, it's The Beatles wasn't. approached Stanley Kubrick to do a Lord of the Rings film. And guess who was going to play um, Gollum, the little creature dude? Ringo? No, John Lennon wanted to be Gollum. <laughs>
0: True He's story. Making, making no, 100%. It? Oh my God, all right. all right. Well, And of course, that's, that squares the circle because the new Beatles video that just came out was directed by Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. And the documentary was. And wasn't the documentary, yeah. which is quite good, actually. I had a
2: moment I'm watching it. It was good. Can I just remind you that you've had mackerel for lunch, <laughs> so please get back. Oh, oh,
0: man. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Okay, listen, um, thank you for listening. I'm, Nikki and Quinn are going, hang on a minute, what's that got to do with our beer boxes, quite <laughs> frankly? So our next guest in the podcast is Tom Stevens. Tell me about Tom, Trent.
2: Tom is, uh, I don't I called him to his face, a big friendly giant and I, I stand by that but I don't want him to be offended because he is big like he's 6 foot 3 maybe mm-hmm. and he's he's assertive but he's very friendly and you kind of just want to give him a big cuddle
0: <laughs> he might be up there my three favourite people we work with yeah
2: thank you we, haven't, we forgot to say welcome to business
0: interrupted it goes without saying the listeners do all that for us these nice, days because nice, nice. they know that we're busy and we've got other things to do
2: well we'll see you later and thank you to, for listening to
0: business interrupted We connect your business to your customers. We integrate your e-commerce with our logistics. We warehouse your stock and dispatch every time you make a sale. We are From your store to your customer's door, you sell it and we'll do the rest. And we pick, pack, and ship from as little as £1.88 per order. Search wearefulfillment.co.uk. Putting the logic into logistics.